0: This Ain't babysitting is a podcast for grown-ups about kids, what makes them tick, how to interpret their crazy actions, and what we're responsible for as parents and caregivers. Uh, The show's brought to you by Mark Battle, Scott Forbes, ECEs, trained with years and years and years and years and years and years of experience. This show contains potty words, so earmuffs, kids. Hello, everybody, and welcome. My name is Scott Forbes. Hello,
1: and I am Mark Battle.
0: And this ain't babysitting. Welcome to the fifth one, what? where we—I know it's five already—five. Uh, where we're going to talk a little bit today about the uh, the state of childcare, uh, in particular, in our dear uh, home home country of Canada.
1: Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the same problem in North America. So this will be good for our American friends listening. Absolutely, too, absolutely, for sure. But we're gonna try to look at child care, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna deal with some big questions. We're gonna try not keep it political or anything like that. We, you know, it's and it's it. Yeah, we're not. We're this is not
0: about you know what what party or no or affiliation you might have. This is we're we're taking this from the stance that we provide care for kids. Can I just say something that
1: burns my goat? Please, okay. please do. This burns my goat. Um, oh. I've been in the field for a while, and early childhood education and daycare has always been used as a political hot potato by one party or the other. And I find that ridiculous. It burns my goat before because the parents run all the political spectrums. Every single political spectrum uh, wants to have good, high-quality childcare for kids. Yes, they do. And so I, I just sometimes when some of these parties just like put it on these high platforms, we're better than everybody else. It creates, it puts us into a terrible position where it's, it's almost like parties are fighting each other using us as a little pawn. So- it's,
0: it, it, it does, it does read like that a lot when, when you have, um, you know, in the last election here in in canada we there a lot of parties talked about their mm-hmm. child care plans mm-hmm. um and you know one of the the party the national democratic party had uh what they thought was a universal child care mm-hmm. plan that they wanted to or a framework that they wanted to put into place um and part of what we want to talk about today is the idea of a uh a universal uh child tax benefit or child care benefit mm-hmm. and why that's not a child care plan
1: it's not a, it's a tax benefit it's, a tax, it's benefit. a tax benefit
0: you get more money for having kids which is
1: great i'm going see you later everybody Can <laughs> <laughs> call my wife i'm coming home <laughs> <laughs> but that's not gonna
0: that that's not a child care plan yeah. um and so we'll, we'll 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 dive in a little bit to to the differences between that and and what what policymakers have been saying a child care plan should look like uh we'll we'll dig in a little bit into the kind of some of the myths surrounding what a child care plan Mm -hmm. should be and what what people what perceptions of child care are in in um in our community um and what are some things that parents need to kind of be aware of um not only about the child care centers and the great things that they do um but some of the the challenges and pitfalls the childcare centers face that that they can you can as a parent I really I can't stress this enough and I'm gonna do it all episode you can have an incredibly positive influence on your child's and and future children's child care experiences. You have all the power in the world to make that happen
1: well there in lies the rub is that um if anything's gonna move and this is just my belief but if anything's gonna move with uh you know the the support for child care you know and and something like a universal child care plan or something like that it has to be done by the parents It, it it early childhood educators when they're on the front lines everybody looks at that as sort of oh they're just doing it for themselves and all that kinds of stuff but if we have parents pushing this thing we are going to see big change
0: and it's not just pushing this thing And right now news coverage is starting to pick up a little bit more about child care yeah.
1: And can, can I cut you off there? Yeah. you
0: were in the news. I was on the news
1: why don't you talk a little bit about that too? sure so um
0: the I was in the news. We're here in Winnipeg manitoba the
1: the center of the continent thank you very
0: much, Mark. I was waiting for that uh one great city we were we were talking about um there was a big article we we had a petition our local um uh, provincial sorry, um, Child Care Association, Manitoba Child Care Association, shout out to them, they put out a petition to ask parents to sign and say, hey, uh, child care operating grants, um, which is one of the main methods the child care centers are funded by, uh, they've been stagnant. They haven't moved since 2016. And even in 2016, they moved by about 1.3%, if my math was correct. And, um, Feel free to, to point out my errors in the comments. I'm sure several people oh, will.
1: Oh, I can't wait.
0: But the, the issue was child. the cost of living goes up every year. Mm-hmm. The cost of of rent mm-hmm. goes up every year. Mm-hmm. Child care is, as long as there is no national infrastructure in place, child care is a business mm-hmm. uh, in in a lot of respects. Uh, The center that I work at in particular, we run, we operate out of a strip mall. And so we pay commercial lease rates, which not a lot of centers do. Uh, Something like 14% of the centers in, in our city um, pay those kind of lease rates. Hmm. Um, So, and there's no difference in operating grant for that. We get the same amount of money as somebody who operates out of uh, a building where they have a lease agreement with, uh, or a sublease agreement with the building owners uh, or, or uh, daycare centers that operate out of schools.
1: Uh, who daycare paid. should just squat. Take over abandoned buildings, <laughs> right? And then burn them down
0: when they're done. There you go. There you go. Maybe that's what happened in Notre Dame. Oh, <laughs> Daycare centers that, squatting in the, in the back of the church. Let's not get into
1: religion there, uh, Scott.
0: They, uh, <laughs> they had... Um, Anyway, so so this this petition went around Manitoba. It got 26,000 signatures. Uh by all accounts from from sitting MLAs uh in the province, that is the the largest petition to be brought forth to the legislative assembly in in recent memory. Hmm. Um so by parents have obviously said, yeah, we want mm-hmm. fun childcare. Mm-hmm. My kids... De- I depend on this. My children depend on this. Um, and and we'll get into all of the reasons why it makes a lot of sense. But so this this petition went in, um, CTV News contacted our our daycare center. I meant to ask the guy who, who... I meant to ask John Hendricks, who came to interview me, why he chose our center. But he just mm-hmm. called us up and, and asked me a couple questions and then said, hey, can we come down and interview you? And I said, okay, sure. And... And then we we kind of talked a bit about the the idea of the fact that somebody, once this change is made, it will be
1: what change are you talking about? I'm
0: talking about the change to to bring about a national infrastructure okay. for childcare, okay. or even just somebody somebody actually making a change and funding childcare properly. Okay Once that change is made, it will not ever be looked at, in hindsight, by the general population, as being a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in in Quebec, they they instituted uh, a, they provincially subsidized childcare mm-hmm. for families. They they implemented a seven dollar a day uh, kind of childcare fee structure, and you know there's there's variables within that, but they had. They tried to raise their child care fees to seven dollars and twenty-five cents. Uh, this would have been what seven, eight years ago. Um, and people people went nuts. Mm, mm-hmm. They went crazy for a twenty-five cent a day increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know now their their politicians have raised the, the child care fees to seven fifty. Even that is that is still by far the lowest childcare fees mm-hmm. in the country some of the lowest in North America and the the notion that we are so far behind in in this aspect of caring for our children as a developed country is just it's mind-boggling to me.
1: Yeah and and if I can add to this because um yeah I uh how how it's funded the access for for families and the terrible decisions that families have to make when they can't get childcare and you know the second best and let's let's just be brutally frank everybody uh childcare only works if it's good
0: quality childcare is the only child it's anything the only else valuable
1: is child care detrimental yes. anything else is detrimental absolutely so we have to be able to fund something so that we get nothing but good quality child care accessible and available to every single family that wants it. Absolutely. Just like a school system. Just like our, our medical system. But here's where the trouble is, Scott, that I, you know, when I ponder and think about this. Can you imagine if someone today came out and said, I got a great idea. I'm going to make a fucking public library where all the books are for free. And all you have to do is get a fucking card and you can take out any fucking book you like. If some guy came out with that today, everybody would lose their knickers. They, over would, be, it. they, they would
0: get it they don't they'd go insane,
1: ridiculous, so we're damn socialists we're going to have to think very creatively about how we we create a bigger boat of people and supporters uh uh for this for this cause well, right? I think
0: this was the interesting thing about this petition that went around is that it it showed to me at least that this was all right this boat's already pretty full I mean there are already. 26,000 people here in our province who have said, yeah, we this this is what we want.
1: But how do we get the diverse political parties to understand that some of those people are their voters?
0: Well, that's what, I mean, I that's what the, when the petition was brought forth uh, on the House floor, that's what, um, or on the Assembly floor, sorry, that's what the argument was mm-hmm. from from mm-hmm. you know the the leader of the opposition um here in manitoba he said this is twenty six thousand registered voters mm-hmm. who want quality accessible child care who want operating grants to increase mm-hmm. um and you know the response was well we are increasing costs we are increasing spending um and i'll post some of the the links to to the the research that i've i've come across here um that may dispute that claim Mm -hmm. um research based on the public budget proposal that said government put forward um that just seems to i'm not a political expert so i Mm -hmm. i can only excuse me i can only interpret what what i'm capable of interpreting mm-hmm. so i will put that out there if anybody can uh can can better interpret it for me and explain to me how um you know 1.6 million dollar uh cut in spending actually equals a 2.3 million dollar increase in spending mm. then i'm i'm all i'm all for it i'm all ears.
1: how many people that are uh, in government actually utilize job care because that might be another trouble right if you if you don't have to drop your kid off of the daycare before you go to your parliamentary house or where the hell you you do your politics, right, if that's not a part of your your understanding of meeting early childhood educators and knowing an early childhood educator, and if I can just take a minute there, I think that is really, really valuable because I wish more people would go out and meet an early childhood educator Absolutely. and learn what kind of selfless um caring. Um smart, educated, thoughtful, meaningful kind of person. just think about a person who is sacrificing many things, including a living wage um, to to educate your child, to give them. An amazing experience to be a part of an incredible childhood. I like Dr. Jean Clinton. She goes out and talks about how we are, it's kind of weird, but we're brain, uh, brain plasticians. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which makes me a little uncomfortable. Just a little bit. A little, but she's got a good point. We're the people there c- providing beautiful experiences for your child to learn and to understand, and we build experiences based upon what your kid is interested in, and that's and that's Jeez.
0: where that that quality piece comes in, right? I mean, you need to have uh, trained educators to to have quality childcare because you need people who are trained in child development who understand the how children learn and how children develop. Uh, you need people who can understand the concepts of. Um, the concepts of of why children uh, how to interpret children's actions mm-hmm. and and build on that so that children can find their own intrinsic value in mm-hmm.
1: learning just even think about the guiding alone like i was a bad kid and i got myself in a lot of shit and i wish that i had an early childhood educator in my life to help round off those edges a little bit so I don't end up being a 55-year-old guy on a children's podcast saying, what the fuck? Yeah. If I would have had a great early... There's those potty words. <laughs> if I would have had a great early childhood educator, I'd probably be a little bit different in a good sense. But then the, what worries me when I even say this, because there are some people out there saying, oh, there's, there's a group of people trying to mold our children. No, we're not trying to mold your children. We're trying to listen to what you hope for for your child what your dreams what your goals are for your kid and we will provide the experience what an amazing group of people
0: so i actually have um there's uh, an organization here in uh in canada um called the uh, canadian resource and research unit uh they had um <laughs> they have uh, a little um thing called briefing notes so they had mm. one of their they have a they put out a uh, paper for uh, facts and or fiction okay myths about child care and the very first one myth number one okay i wasn't gonna talk about this but you brought it up so okay. we gotta, So yep. now we gotta talk about it parents who send their children to child care are handing them over to the government to raise Ugh, the dark deep state so here's the thing mm. you might think well where does that myth come from mm-hmm. that myth came in 2011 Federal Cabinet Minister Diane Finley mm. said that a national childcare problem would mean that, and I quote, "Parents are forced to have other people raise their children." We do not believe in that. Mm. End quote.
1: Mm-hmm. So, hey, can I just, for the record, yeah, say I, I'm a staunch libertarian. So I I I want government out of my life as much as possible. But Absolutely. I do I do understand the Ron
0: Swanson of Winnipeg that,
1: yeah, that I can get a better bang for my buck if the government ponies up a little bit and I could get better access to childcare. I'm in. I'm in on that. Again, I wish more people could spend some time with an early childhood educator to see what they do. So, for example, the Diane Finley's, if she was a little girl in my daycare center, I would create an opportunity and an experience for her to be Diane Finley so at snack time she could stand up and say I want the fucking government out of my life and I go Diane that's beautiful but you shouldn't say fuck (laughs) please don't say that at the lunch table don't say it at the lunch table wait till nap time yeah nap time that's usually when all the kids say it so it it, but, but that is but that myth is a right. big it, myth that permeates because of again looking at the so, you know seemingly socialist countries in Europe and yeah. and and people go well if they like it and they're socialists that must be a socialist program. And this is
0: the thing this is the the what perpetuates these the the frustration in this dialogue is that we have like you said before we have we have political people Mm -hmm. making this into a political football that they're just tossing back and forth where they're spinning information and research to suit their their agenda to to fund child to fund child care how they want to fund it Mm -hmm. or how they interpret how these 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 politicians interpret funding government to be
1: maybe we need to identify kids as a pipeline right Exactly, children are a pipeline. These are the. This is the future <laughs> laborers. Is, no, they're just a pipeline, just p- and we gotta get this fucking pipeline built <laughs> from sea to fucking shiny just sea. An oil pipeline. Just an oil pipe, but you know <laughs> we'll confuse them. There we go. Maybe that's what we have. <laughs> we'll to- just we'll
0: call it. We'll call it a childcare. Uh, we'll call childcare pipe. We'll call it like the the. I'm trying to think of a funny word. I'm, I'm blanking. The We'll call it the the kids kids Sophia, what? Kid Sophia pipeline. Oh, it doesn't yeah. sound like it's yeah. for kids. Right. Right. But then it's for kids.
1: Yeah. and We can't use bitumen. <laughs> right. We shouldn't use. That. Yeah. No. We shouldn't, <laughs> we shouldn't use, use that one. Bitumen we shouldn't in, use in our that one. Thing. No. no. So so I think maybe that we we all need to kind of get together and, and find this commonality because every government will use any kind of excuse not to spend money. Right. It, it doesn't matter what your what what tribe you belong to in your in your politics. Right. Yeah. And so we just got to get better and uh, or get more people, diverse people together to, to make that argument that, no, it's not this terrible myth that the deep state is going to be educating your children and we're going to make them all non gender specific and all that kind of crap. They, we're creating beautiful places again for every single child to reach his or her potential for christ's sakes and can i also just add one thing i'm very sensitive about Childcare is that place where we also build capacity in kids with disabilities
2: that's been one of
1: our greatest gifts and and strengths is is that we're doesn't matter who you are you come into our program we're going to make you strong and so that you turn into a strong adult for Christ Almighty, uh, people with disabilities, when you become an adult, you're more likely to be unemployed, harassed, and lonely. Childcare is this beautiful place where we build your capacity and build your strength, and you become a part of the economy. For Christ's sake, it saves everybody money. If we have to talk about money,
0: it's and if and if you have to frame it in in terms of money, which is just the most frustrating thing. Mm-hmm. But if you have, but it's 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 a reality that that politicians especially like to use if you have to frame it in terms of money every economic research every economic paper and, and research study that has gone into child care has sent has said child care you, you invest a dollar in child care uh the latest numbers were seven dollars and fifty cents it's got to go
1: up because that was like years ago the, 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 i mean it's
0: 750 percent return on yeah. investment i don't understand how and these are these are leading economists in the world mm-hmm. saying this and I mean just think about it logically for like a second.
1: you're scratching your head. you're getting so I, frustrated
0: I just, it's just such a it's such a mind fuck to me the idea mm-hmm. that that your children or your neighbor's children or the kid down the street or the kid in the next town or the kid across the country mm-hmm. is having is is going to spend. Their days in in either at home mm-hmm. with with a parent or a relative who is now out of the labor force mm-hmm. who or is in a uh, a child care center that uh you know maybe it's an unre- unlicensed or unregulated center mm-hmm. because there are no other options we've heard horror stories about that about you know uh really dangerous spaces for children mm-hmm. um, because and, and so much of that sensory
1: is, tables filled with broken glass
0: broken glass and just <laughs> Vicodin before kids go to sleep and and sippy cups hey, filled kids, with Tennessee whiskey we're it's going just...
1: outside and we're going to pick up needles we're going <laughs> to <We're gonna laughs> <help laughs> neighborhood cleanup kid. Yeah. <laughs> neighborhood cleanup kids you're going to learn about the world
0: <laughs> you're going to learn about, a, about delivery services I need you to take <laughs> these dime bags to all of my clients <laughs> um where the hell were we going we're we're going to the fact that there are so many reasons to invest in child care first and foremost should be children are worth it
1: mm-hmm. can i there's a friend of mine bob jones and he always he always says this and i and i love it he's he, he always asks you know what will be the story of a child and, and I think about that within the work that I do, you know, working in child care. Well, the story of a child is, again, I'm going to believe this point, is that the story of the child is, who are you? We're going to help you discover who you are on your terms, and we're going to give you amazing experiences because let let's let's all just be dead honest out here right now. My childhood was different because you know like we didn't really have childcare or anything like that, and we're free and all that kinds of stuff. The world has changed completely, but don't kids still deserve to have experiences where they go into the woods on almost a daily basis and they get to play with paints and they get to build and they get to construct and they get to be with friends and they get to eat interesting food and they get to play great games and they get to listen to music like what parent what human being would not want that for that next generation coming up who's and, going to rule the world and
0: that's the that's that's the part that you know when i've i've been talking to to um, when I talk to people about the idea who, who they're the line is well, I mean, why should I pay for, uh, you know, I'm, I'm retired. Mm-hmm. Why would I, why shouldn't my tax dollars go to pay for someone's kids to go to, mm-hmm. to go to daycare so that somebody else can work. So that their wives can work, mm-hmm. you know, those, those asshole anyway.
1: So, Hey, 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 hey. no judgment here.
2: No,
0: the, no, no, no. Okay. I'm going oh.
1: I'm I'm oh, to oh, okay. push some judgment on I'm this one. I'm going to push some judgment on this one. I'm going out for a smoke.
0: <laughs> Why should my tax dollars pay for a child care system for children to go to daycare? Because, you know, so-and-so's wife wants to go to work. Why on earth do you think, as you age... As you need
1: more help. Why are you looking at me when you say this? Because
0: you're so close, Mark. I know.
1: I I feel the icy hands of death. (laughs) First, I thought it was a massage, but no. It's actually the icy hands of death. It's the reaper coming at you. I I know. I know. So, why do
0: you think, in in any capacity, that you're going to get quality old age security Mm -hmm. from children who have not been introduced to quality systems Mm -hmm. themselves Mm -hmm. or who have not been brought up in quality systems you are there is going to come a point in all of our lives where we get to where we we become dependent again Mm -hmm. um and keeping that in mind you're going to want the people you are dependent on Mm -hmm. to know how to be empathetic, yeah, to know yeah, how to really treat point. other people, to that's... know how to value experience and and adversity. Yeah, yeah, and all of those yeah. things are things and that... Diversity, like and diversity. And diversity.
1: Experience diversity. And diapers.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got you gotta to know... You got to be in an environment where there's lots of diapers mm-hmm. if you're going to be looking after... The Mark Battles of the world. All
1: right, you went. To, you started off in a good spot and ended in a bad spot. <laughs> but, but I thought you were going to go this route because this is the, where my mind goes about this argument. All right, yeah, don't pay, don't pay for the childcare. Um, that the kid in the daycare center right now might turn into the doctor that will actually be able to pull the pickle out of your ass. Yeah. That's just a metaphor. But just think it's about... a very specific the- <laughs> metaphor. <a> very specific <laughs> metaphor. I was thinking about the person who has to complain about... Okay. Why am I paying a goddamn tax if I don't even have any kids? I don't even like my kids. Yeah. You know, that kind of shit. Right. Um, yeah, it's just narrow. And it's like... Uh, we... We're all paying for somebody's something. So it's usually these old fuckers are people who smoke and drink, and I'm gonna have to pay for their medical stuff later on. But no one else thinks like that. So let's just agree that the kids are our future. They're going to they're going to um, save us. I really believe it. Like every generation does save us. I I have no qualms about any generation. Every generation, I will argue, gets actually better. And the world gets better, even though we're in some tough times right now. So, So what is that kind of investment? Now, thinking of investments... I think we need to go to a commercial because we, you and I, have to cool down a little bit. We
0: need a little bit of a break. We got to have a little, a, a little bit of a little of a break. We we're gonna the, we're gonna be
1: right back. We're gonna go. Uh, we
0: gonna need go. Ken's
1: massages right now, right? <laughs> Ken, we're gonna give us a massage. Is, so. Ken, is Ken the Reaper? Oh, good point. I never thought. I never put that together. All right, let's go to a commercial. Starting right now. All right, everybody.
0: Thank you very much. We uh, got a little heated there in the last little bit. I want to thank you guys very much for sticking with us, for listening to our show. We got uh, a little bit more to come. This show is going to run a little bit longer um, than our usual ones. Uh, it's a very passionate subject from both Mark and I, so we appreciate you guys hanging around, sticking it out with us. Uh, but it, I, I think it, it covers a lot of very important things that uh, that a lot of people don't necessarily know about childcare. care. Um, so... This is the ad break, so let's get into the ads. First of all, I want to thank our first three patrons. We got three patrons on our Patreon, guys. We're making it. We're killing it. But you know what? Three patrons does not a early retirement make. So, if you are appreciating the show, if you're enjoying the show, head on over to Patreon.com/slash This Ain't Babysitting. Uh, and there are uh, there's a bunch of tiers. My favorite tier for you to donate to is the $2 tier, where it's just, you just throw us 2 bucks every month. That's, you know what, if we can, that's all we need, really. There are other tiers. If you're able to chip in a little bit more, by all means, please chip in a little bit more. But if, if you're appreciating this show, and you want to just throw us a couple bucks for a cup of coffee every, every month, we would surely appreciate it. Um... I want to uh thank everybody who who has uh listened to our shows, downloaded our shows, subscribed to us on uh on iTunes and and reviewed us uh on iTunes, shared our show uh with their followers and with their families and friends. Thank you guys very much. It means so much to us for a new show like ours to get ears into our show that that we don't necessarily know um we are going to be uh, we're still working out our scheduling so we are I don't have a definitive date for our next show yet but uh, it will be post I'll be posting that on our social media you can follow us on Twitter at tabcast you can find us on Facebook at tabcast and you can find us on Instagram uh, at this ain't babysitting um, if you guys have uh, any questions that you want us to ask answer, uh, please don't be afraid to, uh, to send us an email at the same babysitting at gmail.com. We had to cancel the deadline. Uh, we weren't getting any calls on it, and it is extremely expensive to run. So um, anybody who was kind of waiting for their opportunity on that, you missed it. Try sending us an email. We'll get something on there for you. Um, once again... Thank you very much to our first three patrons, you guys. Um, it it means so much to us to have people willing to uh, kind of support our show financially. It it those three patrons just by themselves have covered uh, have helped cover um, some of our hosting fees, uh, and it's just money that that Mark and I don't have to be shelling out for. Uh, just for the pleasure of hearing ourselves talk, so thank you guys very much. We appreciate you so, so, so much. Don't be afraid to share our our posts with the hashtag #tabcast. Uh, and uh, guys, just you're all the best.
1: Did I miss a commercial? I was having. A- uh yeah so i'm worried about boston just shutting down the line they're just toronto shutting down the line yeah
0: i mean seven goals that uh that toronto team i think is just (sighs) mitch marner's too good but i think i think boston can oh my god
1: i i I really want boston to rally let's just say that scott and i want winnipeg to win thank you okay hey are we on Jesus Christ, we're uh, on. Okay, I hope they didn't hear that stuff. No. Okay. No, nobody heard that. Welcome back to this, this a, ain't babysitting, a, a child-centered podcast. Yeah, um, that was a nice commercial. Thank you. It was okay. It, it felt was good. It was. I'm getting better with these commercials. If you, you've noticed,
0: I think so. I think so.
1: So we're gonna do something just a little bit different with the show because I'm actually going to interview you, Scott.
0: Okay. So Be- I get. So you get to interview me and sing all my praises as you introduce me.
1: Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you Scott Forbes. He's just an all round fantastic early childhood educator, a wonderful father, not a bad husband. Not a bad <laughs> husband. There are worse. There are worse. And I might be one of them not a bad husband but uh, I, what I've always admired about you Scott is you You even when you were a student just a wee lad you just know a,
0: just, a just a tiny wee lad of 6'2", two, 260 little thing pounds. just a
1: little guy and uh, what I always admired about you you were very into the politics of it all and and, and advocacy politics is the wrong word because politics is bullshit um, the advocacy uh, of the field and I've always appreciated that about you you taught me a, a couple of things uh, about advocacy and 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 about our rights and about you know what people deserve. So well, this is a him. pleasure for me to to actually interview you now uh, 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 to talk about the state of child care to to uh, um, try to here's what I hope and I know you can do it. You of all people is how do we take these complex issues and we make them understandable to just the Joe on the street. So my very first question to you, Scott, if you're comfortable with this or not, what is what are some of the big reasons? Well, we know you know the big one, but what are some of the big reasons why parents are choosing childcare in the first place?
0: Right. So um, why are why are parents choosing childcare? The biggest thing, I mean, the biggest reason here uh, that parents choose childcare is because parents need to work. Um, there's, uh, there's a great organization in, in Canada called Generation Squeeze that does a lot of advocacy work for, um, for my generation, the generation of young parents and, and, um, kind of 20 to, to 40 year olds, uh, right now, because there is, their research is showing that a lot of, um, a lot of people in my generation are feeling the squeeze of economic pressure of, you know, stagnant, um, stagnant wages mm-hmm. versus rising cost of living. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of those things play a factor. Child care is a necessity for um, for what we would call now the middle class. Mm-hmm. Um, and accessible child care is, is a cornerstone to a strong economy. Mm-hmm. So why parents are choosing to... Why, why parents are choosing child care a one because both parents need to work to meet cost of living mm-hmm. um and even with that child care fees often cut into you know I'm gonna am I'm, this is just a number isn't it more
1: expensive to put your kid in child care than your kid in university
0: probably I have
1: heard that
0: probably I haven't heard that but I believe it mm-hmm um because if you think about it, child care, if you get into child care right when your uh, parental leave in Canada expires, which is after a year. So let's say, you know, the 12, 366 days old, you get into child care. Mm-hmm. You have, and you stay in child care until, let's say even just until your child joins kindergarten or doesn't mm-hmm. because it's not a requirement. Um let's say you you stay in childcare for for 4 years. Um you're you're looking at easily I mean averages in Canada uh are about I think it's $1700 a month. Wow. Um which also, you know, includes Toronto, which is and Vancouver, mm. which are huge markets and, mm. and the the cost of childcare is exorbitant in those provinces, but uh, even taking those out of the equation, the like the average cost of child care is still over thirteen hundred dollars uh, a month uh, in our great country. So, this is that's that's a that's a big reason. But what more and more parents are finding out about child care, as more and more parents are using child care, is child care is such a great opportunity for their children to interact socially
1: mm, with other kids mm-hmm. to and can i just add all kinds of different kids all kids from all walks of life yeah, um, it's amazing
0: for uh it it creates it, there there are opportunities that child care presents that don't necessarily normally happen at home mm-hmm. you know you can't always put a big mat down in the middle of your living room and do body painting for mm-hmm. for an hour and a half a mm-hmm. daycare center can do that, and quite often does do that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so there are parents are are realizing and understanding more and more that there are opportunities that their kids are m- not necessarily missing out on but are getting enhanced uh, there are enhanced opportunities for yeah. their kids yeah. uh by putting them through a child care system and I mean more and more parents who are in child care systems. Uh, or child care centers are learning that child care centers and, and early childhood educators are an incredible resource for them mm-hmm. and their questions mm-hmm. about what, how to help them an, interpret and understand what their children are doing. Mm-hmm. We can talk all day about what children do generally, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I don't know your kid. I can give you a, a, brief overview of what child development is and how your child and you can interpret how your child might fit into that mm-hmm. an early childhood educator sees your kid every day, every day. laughs with your kid every day yeah. hugs your kid every day you know develops play opportunities for your mm-hmm. kid every day develops an entire curriculum you know my 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 son's child care center my son uh went bananas for eio well
1: I mean, <laughs> you mean old mcdonald I mean old there's McDonald's. other parts of that he's, song scott
0: he's okay in fairness he's not even two yet the only thing he knows about it is eio okay that's so cool. he started singing old mcdonald he loved old mcdonald mm-hmm. for the longest time his infant program in his infant room they put up he was obsessed with it they put up pictures farm animals mm-hmm. they brought farm animal mm-hmm. toys in mm-hmm. they made a beautiful little farm in their sensory table where they brought in grasses mm-hmm. they brought in hay they brought in you know uh, they brought in straw they brought in little uh, barn figurines and play sets they did painting where they took uh, their toy animals their plastic toy animals and they dipped them in paint and then they would use those as paint brushes
1: so he's learning Everything, everything about
0: through the lens of something he's already yeah. interested in,
1: with good present mindful caregivers who understand that if I do it for your kid, I know someone else is going to jump in here too. Exactly, and it guides the curriculum, and everybody gets a turn. Yep, yeah, it, that's. I wish more people knew that, and it would offset that first myth you just talked right. about.
0: And I think that's the thing that that parents uh, who aren't in childcare don't necessarily realize or who haven't been exposed to a child care setting don't mm-hmm. necessarily realize uh and and to your point earlier who haven't been exposed to a quality child yeah, care quality. Setting? Yeah. because there are plenty of of uh child care settings that are not that that don't necessarily meet what we would consider to be mm-hmm. quality standards of
1: care which is the problem with the funding because then we have this this sort of an equality in the quality of care. So some kids are getting quality care. Some kids aren't, you know, based upon that kind of a funding thing. So you're you're absolutely, uh, thank you for bringing up my, my little point for one thing, but it's it's something I'm ad- absolutely adamant. If we can raise the funding, we get quality care. Can I also, you got me thinking about something there in your point. Where else can you get tailored made information about your kid? You can.
0: I mean there's Tailor made the the it's it's essentially I don't want to make this comparison too too thoughtlessly, but it is essentially having a a child development expert like kind of one step below not one step a step below a pediatrician mm-hmm. who understands your child development. Mm-hmm from a medical from perspective. From a medical
1: perspective. Not a mind, body and soul perspective. Right.
0: But but in terms of in terms of who we as as parents and as a society trust about knowing what child development is mm-hmm. on a general scope. A lot of parents put their trust in doctors and pediatricians. Mm-hmm. Parents who are in childcare centers. Now, I would I would wager that if you were to conduct a survey right now, parents in quality child care programs would rate their ECEs above their pediatrician oh, in terms of who they trust for information about their kid.
1: That would be an interesting questionnaire. That would be a great that would questionnaire. Be, but again, that, Jody? Point, that, that point that you made is, yeah, it's tailor-made. It's tough being a parent. We've talked about this before. A lot of judgment, a lot of unknowings and all that kind of... Is my kid like... Uh, you know, is he going to be an insane lunatic? Is he because he's doing these kinds of things? And just to We're all some, questions
0: that Mark's parents of time
1: these <laughs> the, the one living still has. <laughs> um, the, the, but they get to be in this relationship with people that exactly what you said, who understand their kid uh, and, and can just sort of uh, alleviate those worries so the parent can just enjoy time with the kid.
0: And that's, that's, I think, what you just did there. Mm. That's the thing that I want to bring up that parents and ECEs. Uh, both, I think ECEs do a pretty good job of it. I think we we as a as a community can do um, can can still improve on. But taking a breath,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: taking a breath and saying, okay, what am I going to? Ha- is this a knee jerk reaction mm-hmm. that I'm making, or is this a Am I being thoughtful about what's happening mm-hmm. here? Am I really looking at what's happening here? Anyway, that's a that's a short but can, tangent, but, but it's something that's so important
1: to me. But can I add to this? You're also getting at this whole point about we also help. I just said the you know the the quote that I'm kind of un, uh, unsure about about brain plasticians, but the other thing I really like is we're also helping to build capacity in families, of course. so you can be the best mom, yeah. best dad, grandfather, whoever whoever's involved in that kid's life. And, and that's a good reason to pick childcare for and, sure. And
0: and ECES are are among a few, a very small group of people who work directly with parents, um, in a broad sense. Mm-hmm. That that really, you know, we're at least in my training, I was trained from from the get go to leave my judgments and my biases at the door yeah, when yeah. it comes to interacting with yeah. with our parents. And I have you to thank for that. Well, you, thank you. You Scott. were a big component of that for me. But the the notion that every family who comes quality child care I, I was at a, a panel for at the National Childcare conference I don't know years ago mm-hmm. and they uh, they had a, a speaker coming in from um,
1: Belgium. I hate Belgium.
0: Well, fucking suck it up and okay. just listen to my point All for a right. second, I Mark. It. God damn it. They
1: never contributed anything to this world. But okay, that's another topic we'll talk they about. They contributed Scott. this to the world. Okay, so, okay, I'll so hear. just shut up and listen I might listen change for a my second. opinion. All right.
0: This, uh, this researcher said, uh, he boiled it down very simply for me. The whole panel was on quality in child care. And what does quality mean in child care? He said, quality is diversity. Mm-hmm. Quality is understanding that every person who comes into a child care center has different life experience mm-hmm. has different mm-hmm. needs has different desires for their children mm-hmm. and understanding that and appreciating that and accepting
1: that leads to quality childcare. So here are these people getting poorly paid, taking all of this diversity, mixing it all together in a yeah. room and creating an incredible place to an experience of childhood. Isn't that, that's, that's so much about the workforce. It's
0: it's the, the early childhood education workforce, um, is so valuable. Mm. They are the people who work in in early childhood education um are the people that I have worked with that I have observed that I have learned from, been mentored by are some of the most caring and compassionate mm. people you will ever meet. And you learn very quickly people who have been in this business for more than 2 or 3 years are in it because they love mm-hmm. the kids, they love mm-hmm. w- they love their job. They get so much out of it from an um, from a spiritual and from mm-hmm. a, a, a wellness perspective. Um, and it is criminal that these people these these beautiful people who work and and who cry for and who who bleed for and who live for child care and child development and, and enhancing children's lives are getting paid a what is not realistically a livable wage
1: too many of them have two jobs
0: if I mean this too is many, my
1: other job too many of them have two jobs it, it, it's it's unconscionable can you I often ha, I often think about this Um could you imagine what the world would be like, or even just this city would be like if it was like a daycare center? Can you imagine what kind of world we would live in if it was a lot like a daycare center? Uh, you know, again, we're again all the people from different walks. Some people can't talk. Some people pray to all different kinds of gods. Some people have all these colors. Um no one gives a shit everyone just works together and gets stuff done that that
0: when i was training to be a supervisor um i one of the comments that i got back on my on one of my evaluations was you seem to pick up a lot of this stuff really quickly mm-hmm. and this is not meant intended to be self-serving it's more a a a comment on the quality of of our training but the early childhood educators are not trained exclusively in how to deal with kids Mm -hmm. and how to work with kids. Yeah, good point. Early childhood educators are trained on how to work with people. Mm -hmm. Children Mm -hmm. are people, and they have, and they're people who are still developing and still learning. And so often we forget children, we forget that children are, Growing up to be our doctors, to be mm-hmm. our, our teachers, to be our lawyers, to uh, be our accountants. A nice garbage man, a nice our, everything. To, to to be our Tim Hortons coffee yeah. servers, to be like... Who makes your day. These people, yeah. we, we don't live in isolation. Mm-hmm. And so all of these people, if we can improve the quality of their lives from an early age, research has shown and has proven to us time and time again that we we improve the quality of our community we improve the quality of our of our economy it's it is oh pardon me i'm sorry coffee i'm very burpy we had we had an opportunity in the uh what was it 2004 2006 election yeah a lot of them. um to implement a national framework for a child care policy and we voted in i know this is not supposed to get political we voted in the wrong people mm. and those people the first act the first official act of the conservative progressive conservative party stephen harper as prime minister they were in, just in our conservatives
1: country. no progressive they're not progressive yeah. no, conservatives conservative. anymore yeah, okay just conservative all right i forgot about soon, they'll, soon they'll be just conservatives. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think they're all just cons oh the, we um, weren't gonna get political we there, weren't man. but we did it but all we right. did, I, you went did it. I went there i went me. there at me whatever yeah the conservative party stephen harper's first official act as prime minister of canada was to kill a national child care program think about the mentality of or the 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 perspective of a political party the leader of a political party whose first act is to deny funding to children Mm -hmm. think about what that says for their value of their value of people Mm -hmm. for how they value families Mm -hmm. for how they value the people who voted for them
2: Mm
1: -hmm. yeah you have a good point but can I just add something that's this sort of other bit that's a trouble our workforce is amazing Uh, Compassionate, everything you talked about—that might also be a detriment, because governments can roll over nice people. Absolutely, I always say maybe we need to be like that behavior problem kid in the corner. Well, and you know what was biting everybody? We got to learn from that fucker. We we just got to start going to
0: town hall meetings and biting MLAs. Well, just take that energy they've got. You know what's funny though is that that in I can't speak for other provinces, but in Manitoba we had. you know, in the eighties, we used to have. They used to have campaigns um, that that were that kind of rebellious yeah. streak. Yeah. Uh, they had one of my favorites that I heard about was the shoestring campaign, mm-hmm. where you know early childhood educators were living on shoestring budgets, mm-hmm. so they would mail shoestrings mm-hmm. to to the legislative assembly, to their members of the, to, to their MLAs, be to kind of signify to them, look, we we're We're not getting anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and that, and that didn't work.
1: Yeah. Because again, I think, can you imagine if parents who can't find quality care for their kids just drop their kids off at the ledge?
0: Right. And this is just, and that's that's the thing is, is that this, this movement doesn't, can't come from ECEs. There are not enough of us
1: to be perfectly honest. And it sounds self-serving.
0: There are, there are not enough of us to make this change for children. Yeah you know, the Manitoba Teacher Society is an incredible yes. an incredibly powerful political tool. They have over, you know, sixteen thousand right. members or something. And massive like that.
1: investments. Right.
0: And <laughs> and huge, huge infrastructure yeah. at their disposal. Yeah. Our um our membership uh in in Manitoba oh God, I'm gonna get this wrong. Uh, I'm gonna post that in the show notes because I can't remember it right now, and I don't want to get it wrong. On that's a small number, but it's a small number. We have we have a and it's dwindling. Yeah. It's we are losing people in our workforce because people can't afford to live. People who love this job and who I have considered many times, even in the past calendar year, hmm. is this really what I want to do? When hmm. I look at when I do budgeting, when my wife and I do our budgeting every week, and we look at, you know, how, we, we got. We had $38 for groceries this mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. And, and we look at that, and I look at what she takes home, and I look at what I take home, and it has nothing to do with gender. It has nothing to do with, with anything like that. But the idea that my wife is, is, is a teacher, I am a early childhood educator. We do roughly the same job for different ages of kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her take-home pay Largely is triple mine.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, how do we have these jobs that are, if you were to write down responsibilities on a spreadsheet, would line up pretty perfectly mm-hmm. with one another? How do you have these jobs that are equal have such a dip- disparity yeah. in in wages? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's we are failing the people who we are depending on for our children's. Days, mm-hmm.
1: and and you know, uh, lots of people will say it's because we're a um, a sunrise industry, uh, meaning that teachers have been around a lot. Lo- oops, sorry, a lot longer than us, and we're new. We're not new. We've been around for a long time. Uh, we're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So I I don't believe that thing anymore. I, I, I think that there's there's um, that myth that you brought up I think that's one of the biggest things and and the second part that you brought up there is about why should I pay for other people's brats right that that, yeah. that kind of that kind of mentality yeah. okay so let's let's do a positive here then Scott okay. you keep talking about this uh, this national child care plan right okay um, what is it what are some of the myths about it? How can you explain this to people in a... Because con- if you're talking to early childhood educators, they get it. But how can you explain what a national child care plan is to just the regular Joe down the street? Convince so, Ken over there. All right. Ken, are you looking at him? He's got me. All He's right. got me. we got right. eye contact. You convince him.
0: I got, I got those marbles right here. <laughs> so, Ken, you, I assume at times, and you just give me a nod... I assume at times you have had to use our healthcare system, correct? Right. Okay. I'm getting a nod from Ken. It doesn't matter what he did. I can just tell. Yeah, you Yeah, we're gonna lie. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, lie gonna lie. To, lie I'm gonna lie to, to move forward the narrative. <laughs> so, the we have, um, we have single payer healthcare in our country. Is that right? Is that the, am I using the yeah, right term? Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically.
1: So. That's an American term, but yeah. Okay, you don't
0: have to go to you don't have to pay to go to the hospital, right? Yeah. You don't have to pay to go to the doctor. You don't have to. Your health care is covered by the government, right? So, how does that system works by creating uh, what is called the Health Care Act? Okay. So the Health Care Act is a set of rules and regulations for how how service providers offer the service of health care to the population mm-hmm. that is essentially what a national child care policy, according to the policymakers, according to, um, to researchers, according to, you know, outside consultants who have worked with, with various agencies across the country. That is what everybody is essentially saying. We don't need, we're not trying to create a one size fits all system Good. for child care. We are trying to create a what it, what would essentially be a child care act. That's perfect. That's where perfect. I'll explain you where there is a system of of funding and regulations and requirements mm-hmm. that service providers need to meet, mm-hmm. so that they and and by meeting those standards, they get to keep doing they get to keep providing their service. And then uh, where's their the money coming? And they are funded.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Right? So that money is funded from from the government. There is still going to be parent fees. Mm-hmm. No policymaker has ever said we can provide free childcare. Mm-hmm. No 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 one has said that. What many policymakers have 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 suggested is a number of different fee structure fee system structures mm-hmm. that I guess, doesn't uh, yeah, I it, get it yeah whatever you know what i mean structures of funding that suit the service providers mm-hmm. and in this case it would be the provinces largely okay how they can how they fund their system so it might be um it might be a fee structure based on income with okay. a cap so if you make forty thousand if you make thirty two thousand dollars a year as an ECE you might only pay you know five dollars a day for childcare. Okay. okay. If you make you know two hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year as as an architect mm-hmm. you might make you might be charged the cap fee which might be you know forty dollars a day. Okay at a certain threshold the at a certain income threshold your fees would be capped. And this is just one. This is just okay. one funding model. Okay. Right? Does it
1: also include people who have, who are in poverty and don't have to pay anything? Some sort of su- subsidy agreement. Absolutely, because I get behind that. I I, I think childcare should be National, accessible to everybody. I
0: mean, um, I I was part of a group that, um, I was part of an advisory committee for, a. For a commission on on child care. Uh, the on redeveloping the system of childcare mm. in Manitoba, essentially, and one of the big issues that we talked about was subsidy, mm-hmm. because right now we have a subsidy system that that kind of works. Mm. And it, this is, I want to make very clear, the people who work in that subsidy system are doing incredible work. They are the people who who are on the front lines, dealing with uh, who who work in the government offices administering this subsidy. They are doing fantastic work with dwindling resources. Mm -hmm. The subsidy system currently has, still has a pay per day requirement. It's two dollars a day. No parent. But even
1: that can be a lot of money for a parent.
0: Exactly, and that's that's the point that we brought up in this in this advisory committee is that forty dollars every twenty days can make or break whether or not you can get food for your family for that week. So. much just laundry. Right like the, the 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 a subsidy system when a family has zero income for whatever reason it could be disability it mm-hmm, could be mm-hmm. uh it could be you know lack of of education it could be um it could be continuing education it could be new newly immigrated to canada mm-hmm. all of these different things all of these different factors, it could be, you know, it could be mental health, all these different factors that are barriers to people accessing work. Uh, and we are expecting people to, to, if, if we want them to rejoin the workforce, we are not covering, we're not supporting them and their children mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. somebody who has to pay $40 every 20 days. Who doesn't have forty dollars every twenty day? Who is who is, you know, counting pennies to make their budget line up? Those people have. We we're, were. This national system. Would have. Safeguards in place to protect people who are of, low income or no income.
1: Okay. Okay. So I'll be in. What are some of the? Because I'm always a little worried when I hear national. You know, uh, you you made me feel a little bit better about it being an act because I think that the child care needs in each province are diverse. Absolutely. And and, and even within provinces, the needs are diverse, right? Right. What are are some of the – do you know what are some of the myths that sort of come up around, you know, what people are worried about, about this sort of idea of a national child care plan? Sure. So
0: um, let me see here. I'm just trying to find the –
1: because maybe some of it is is like my little worry when this was first coming out, uh, it, it did it did scare me a little bit totally in favor of, of higher funding and stuff. but yeah. I also don't want to lose my um, my I don't want all the decisions to come from, say Ottawa or or okay. or yeah. even Toronto, yeah, right? Because enough. even though I'm from Toronto, it, it ain't nothing like Winnipeg, it ain't no. nothing like Churchill, Manitoba. Right. So, so here's a
0: myth, uh, again, from the... Uh, I want to make sure I get their name right. The Child Care Research and Resource and Research Unit. Um, so, this is from that same document I read from you earlier. Mm. Myth number six. Mm. National Child Care Program means a massive bureaucracy and one-size-fits-all federal government-run services.
1: Uh, so, again... Okay, but m- that, there, there is a good point there, because I do worry about a bureaucracy.
0: Right. So, here is the... Um that, that 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 myth came from uh Minister of State for Social Development, uh Candace Bergen. Uh um, Hey, a local girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that was geez. from uh that was from two thousand and fourteen. She made that statement on National Child Day. Oh. said that uh quote, a one size fits all model of institutionalized daycare does not provide support for the majority of Canadian parents, end quote. I would say this quote depends largely on your perspective. Right. If your perspective of a one chi- of a one size fits all model mm-hmm. means you have one system of mm. child care and that needs to be administered across the country. Right. Then yes, you are absolutely right. That does not work because none of it's needs are different from uh, from Saskatchewan's needs Rural are different Saskatchewan, from, for Are different sakes. from BC's needs yeah. are different from Quebec's needs, yeah. et cetera, et cetera.
1: Let's not forget Newfoundland. You understand? I, I love them.
0: I love Newfoundland. Uh my heart's in Halifax, but Newfoundland. Oh, St. John's beautiful, Mine's beautiful.
1: St. John's, sorry. Um The
0: uh so again, this this comes from that same fear. It's a mm-hmm. it's a specter of a child of that this, this childcare program and this is this is this is spin doctor wizardry. Mm-hmm. Because
1: I think you're giving her too much credit.
0: <laughs> well, she's not. She's not the only one behind this stuff. But, but it is. It is doctoring yeah. the facts to suit a narrative, right? Which and, is in use
1: of paranoia and 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 big right. government themes. Right. You know, fears. Right. Get it.
0: Um, despite in the next sentence saying, "Well, but this is what our system is going to be." Right. So it's you're saying the same thing anyway. Um, the idea of a massive bureaucracy presupposes the idea that all child care is going to come from ottawa or mm-hmm. come from toronto mm-hmm. and as i mentioned earlier under the idea of a child care act that's not how it works right, right? manitoba does not send all of our bills to to ottawa and then Ottawa rubber stamps them, and then right. they come back. Right. Manitoba is given an allocation of funds based on their needs mm-hmm. that they have pre- that they have uh, recorded and presented to to um, to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And so the the finance, the financials, the bureaucracy stuff. If if a national child care system becomes a bureaucracy. It is not being, I'm trying, okay, I'm not saying this right. A national child care system does not denote creating a bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. National child care system, like I said before, is, would be, should, should be thought of more as a child care act. And in that sense, each province creates their own bureaucracy that works within, because a bureaucracy is part of it. You you can't, you can't get around that. At least it's a local. But it, but it is a smaller, Right. infrastructure it is a smaller base of uh, or a more manageable base of yeah. people to deal with yeah. rather than you know somebody in BC sending their child care bills to, to Ottawa yeah. or yeah. someone in, in PEI sending their child care needs to, to Toronto or whatever right it's the, the concept and the notion that um, child care is Um, that it is going to turn into a bureaucracy is nothing more than, than fear mongering.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's picking at one tiny little point. Exactly. You know, so we can deal with that stuff, but what's the big, and again, we, we've started this whole show. This is not a, this is not a political football. Um, No, I, 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 I'm the kind of guy that I, we need funding. Yeah. How we do it. Do I really care Right. I don't really care. And well, if you're a I'm conservative in- got a good idea, that's fantastic. If you're an NDP or a liberal, fantastic. But any any idea that increases the funding and increases the quality of care, I don't care how you do it.
0: And I'm gonna put a caveat on that that increases the funding to child care centers. Yeah, child care centers. Not to not a funding model where you give money directly to parents mm-hmm. and say, Here, now you choose what you want to do. Mm-hmm. What happens in that system very basically Let's say you have $10 billion Mm -hmm. and you are going to, you say, I want to invest $10 billion in childcare. You can invest that money into a childcare program, a national childcare program, infrastructure act, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. That money goes to creating spaces, goes to training uh, professionals, goes to improving quality of care, goes to improving accessibility, goes to subsidizing Mm -hmm. fees for families, so families aren't being stretched and squeezed, right. to 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 dig through their couch cushions for change to pay for daycare. Right. If you give that money, let's say you give seven billion dollars of that money to parents, and say now you can choose. Well, you've just cut seven billion dollars from creating accessible spaces, mm-hmm. from training qualified workers, from Um, from subsidizing parent fees. That money is not... You are not creating opportunities for parents to choose what they want. You Mm -hmm. are taking away opportunities for parents
1: to choose what Mm -hmm. they want. Can you imagine if the hospital system went that way? Every Canadian got a lump sum money. Spend it the way you want on your... And I'm, you going know I, I <laughs> I'm going I to Mexico. I can't. I can't think of. I can't
0: think of too many people who look back at Tommy Douglas and think, "Man, that guy was a prick."
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe his wife, but I, I don't know them very well.
0: I, you know, and right. I would, I never. And I never his had the, kids. I never had I the pleasure. Know. I never Again, had the pleasure. But, I don't know. But, but you know, we there's a big world's greatest. Who's the greatest Canadian contest? Mm-hmm. Tommy Douglas, won greatest Canadian.
1: I voted Bobby Orr on that one. I bet but you did. I,
0: I bet you did. <laughs> Tommy Douglas Cree was the guy who introduced mm-hmm. this this national healthcare system that we have that we all rely on and we wouldn't change for anything. So who is the person who is going to be immortalized as the person who, th- who decided childcare is important? This can only benefit our country.
1: Mm-hmm. Can I just say one more quick can I, thing? I, I hope it's a mother or a father. Right. That's what I'm hoping for. Oh, one more thing there. Scott, one more what, thing what, really quickly. What do you just got to get?
0: This, um, Canada, I'm going to speak to Canada in particular. Um, the Canada is one of the wealthier countries in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are a part of a, um, of a group of countries, um, you know, uh, OECD Countries. Okay. Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development.
1: Oh, that uh, that's what it stands for?
0: I just had to look it up. Okay, good that's why I was va- That's why I was vamping for a little bit Because
1: I, I thought I had that in grade five. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go see a doctor and everything. <laughs> Took some great meds, though. I'm sure you did. It was sure great. Did. I don't remember grade five at all. Nope. But nope. my art was fantastic. <laughs> it's just lots of greys. Oh, it's cool.
0: <laughs> the, so the OECD Countries... Um are essentially countries that have all agreed to come together and say, we all need to work together to, and we are all going to help improve the economic and cultural development of the world. Mm. Great. Mm -hmm. Canada is the seventh wealthiest. And this is, this number is from, uh, pardon my notes for one second here. Uh, 2012. Okay. 34 countries in the o- in the uh, OECD. Canada is ranked 7th in terms of wealth. Mm. That's Canada- pretty good. Not bad.
1: Not bad. Canada... Please don't tell me Belgium's ahead of us. <laughs> I'm going to look that up. Oh, and-, I, and I'm going to tell furious. you that it is. I will be furious. No, they're
0: not. They're tiny. Okay. Um, Canada's 7th wealthiest. We rank last in how we take care of children mm. that is not a number that just came out of nowhere mm. that's not a number that that people are using as this is number these are numbers from scientific researchers and i know by saying that a lot of people are going to just tune this out and go to their their anti-vax forums and whatever not
1: our listeners scott no that's right no not our, not lis- our, not lis- our beautiful not listeners. our listeners no
0: a number of international comparative reports have identified Canada as a laggard when it comes to spending <laughs> and almost everything else on early childhood education and care.
1: Laggard? That's that's tough, right? That's some tough... That's a, that damns fighting words. That's
0: but what do we have to fight back
1: with? I know, I know.
0: We are we are the seventh wealthiest country in this group of countries, the OECD, which a lot of people consider to be the wealthiest and most influential mm-hmm. countries in the world. And we are, we are so far behind mm-hmm. in how we treat our children. Do you think we are going to be number seven in 30 years when we are not treating, when we are not taking care of our children no, still? No. Do you think we're going to be number seven in 20 years? No. This was 2012. Do you think we're still number seven?
1: Probably not.
0: This is, it doesn't matter how the rest of the world sees us if we are doing what we think is right for our country. hmm I I firmly believe that if we are if we are proud of our decisions and we stand by stand behind our decisions because we know we made them for morally upright reasons I am if Australia wants to shit on us Australia can shit on us they're they're a bunch of kangaroo
1: Hey hey hey, hey. loving hey hey
0: wonderful people okay thank you but I can't defend Canada's spending and on on childcare. Mm-hmm. Because it is indefensible. We are we are being criminal criminally negligent as voters who are not standing up and saying my kid is currently in a my current my I am currently getting two hundred bucks a month mm-hmm. for child care as a child tax benefit or child mm-hmm. care benefit from the current government. That for an infant will cover a third of your child care. Right. For twenty days. Because they're not You're not billed in in Manitoba every month. You're billed every 20 days. That, for a preschooler, covers maybe half, depending on if your child has a lunch program at their daycare. For a school-ager, that covers probably about two-thirds. Canada spends roughly... uh, I'm not sure the exact number... But of the total num total amount of dollars that the Canadian government spends on child care, 54% of that number comes from Quebec mm. and how they subsidize their child care system. The participant rate of child care in the country varies between 45 and 61% mm. for most children provinces and territories excepting none of it most provinces and territories are between that kind of 45 to 61%. Quebec who spends the most on childcare. Who spends more on childcare than every other province in the country.
1: More on childcare than poutine Unfathomable. T- I went there, Scott. <laughs>
0: unfathomable to me but it's true you just heard it did. Mark said it they did and it's on the internet so it must I be know. true I know I read it the Quebec's attendance rate and use rate for um for childcare is 76% mm. mm-hmm. as of 2015 wow Quebec's economic boom of having more parents in the workplace in the workforce because they can afford to work because they have they have peace of mind knowing that they are going to be that their children are going to be looked after while they're away, they have their their economic boom from that has paid for their childcare system. Yeah, it's incredible. In increased taxes, in increased spending, in increase in in an increase of, of labor and people involved in the housing market and all that other stuff. And the notion that we are seeing that as an example in our very own backyard and not saying,
2: hey, I like that. Mm-hmm. Let's do that.
0: And one more quick point to anybody who still has doubts.
1: And there's lots of reasons for that, and that's another show. Because there is an inherent uh, prejudice against Quebec in our country. But that's another that's, show. That's another, that's show. another show. That's another show, buddy. Not, that's not on The oh, Same Baby that. Show. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> the... um.
1: I just screwed it up for you. You
0: did. Me? You did. I had it and I lost it. Um,
1: why don't we invest in it? Like Quebec, why don't people jump on that model?
0: Right. So so Increase the
1: capacity of kids going to daycare. Yeah, it's
0: gone. Anyway.
1: But uh, even just building, I, I like the, that point you said about the no-brainer that it creates a cycle. Right. It creates an economic cycle. Right. Which then ends up paying for itself, which is either any political party in this country will wonder, how do you pay for it? Well, we got a model right here in our own country, and
0: and how do you pay for it is a, is a ridiculous question. We are the seventh wealthiest country in the OECD, and every other country in the OECD, minus the minus the United States, has this. Yeah. So how do we pay for it is the stupidest question I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. We can pay for it. We are choosing not to pay for it. Okay. Um. That was a that was a myth that came up. Uh. That was that was the point. I remembered it. There is concern that. There is going to be <laughs> – this is a concern that that parents are going to uh, have to send their kids mm-hmm. to a childcare center, mm-hmm. that it's going to be mandated like school. Mm-hmm. Nope. This is not a government department. This is a health – this is an act. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. This is not something where – We demand every child goes to daycare. If that's not what suits your family, Mm -hmm. then don't use childcare. Mm -hmm. If you have other alternative arrangements that you prefer, that's fine. Nobody is trying to take those options away from you. What we are trying to say is currently there are are 16,000 names on a waiting list to get into a childcare space. If you take away the 1,000 names of children who aren't born yet, you have 15,000 children waiting to get into a childcare space in the province of Manitoba Mm. alone. Mm. In nationally there are let me see here really quickly. Uh, Nationally there were enough childcare center spaces for 28.9% of zero to five year olds in the country. Mm. Mm -hmm. So we currently have just over 75% of our country's kids unable to access child care. And think- we are not trying to take away your right to choose whether or not you want your child to go to daycare. We are trying to say currently mm-hmm. there are 60% the the current estimates are just over 60% of the population needs child yeah. care. So we need to provide that for them.
1: That's a lot of families. That's a, also a lot of burden on families because, you know, old people um, like the grandparents are now the child care ge- caregivers because the parents can't find space for their kids. That Absolutely. was not in their plans. Absolutely, You know, it's great to be a grandparent, but you didn't want to be an early childhood educator. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, law, all kinds of families. So it, it gets me to this. Uh, this is uh, if it's OK to wrap it up with this. W- why do governments <laughs> hate us? What? And, and, you know. I've been around this for a long time. And some people out there will say, oh, this government was great for us. You know what? No, no. They've some governments give us a, a tiny piece more than another government, but no government has ever done a real radical shift and gave a real shit about daycare. Only- so a pox on all their houses, Scott, because I am not going to take sides in this because nobody's been a saint in this fucking uh, problem.
0: And what you what we've mentioned before numerous times in the show about childcare being a political football. It is. Every party is guilty of this. Every party is guilty of using child care as a platform to get elected and then not doing anything but increasing spending slightly. You want to add, you know, conservative government of Manitoba. You want to add 250 child care spaces to this province. That's great. Mm -hmm. You have no one to work in them right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can add all the space you want. You don't have people to fill that need because you don't have a system in place to train people and to provide opportunities for and, and to pay people. To work in
1: those spaces. Whoops. Give every kid a fucking iPad. There we go. All right, and that's cheaper. There we go. But, okay, we were really passionate today, Scott.
0: We were. We were. I want to just give a quick... We. I mean, I don't want to leave on a negative note. No, no. Robertson Early in Richmond Center. Um, Pat Furman is the director. Um, and her staff, I want to give a special mention to Arlen, to Dell, to Amanda, to Ramaya. They have been my son's... Um, uh, ECEs and and childcare providers in his infant program since he started there uh, almost a year ago. They have been absolutely incredible. They do you guys do such incredible work and I and man I just I want to thank you in front of the, the millions of people who must be listening to this show by now. <laughs> thank you guys so much. You do in absolutely incredible work, and and it does not go unnoticed, and it does not go unrecognized. And
1: I'd like to thank every single goddamn student I've ever had in the classroom. These are people who show up every day, do their homework, work hard, be curious about other people's kids, work hard about other people's kids while juggling their own and getting an education. And they they come in first day bright-eyed and curious and engaged and they graduate the same way, nice and strong. So I want to give my my little kudos out to every early childhood education student out there across this country
0: beautiful country
1: and you know you and I we've said this a hundred times we are absolutely blessed to be working in this field given all the other crap around it we are absolutely blessed being in this field to be around people I'm a better man because I've been hanging out with kids I'm a better man because I've been hanging out with early childhood educators and I bet you would say the same darn thing
0: I can't I can't argue with that one bit we the people who work with children are. Incredible people. The amount of self-sacrifice and, and oh, devotion to their craft is, is...
1: To other people's kids. Right. I mean, how many... Jesus.
0: Just think about that. It's amazing. How many of you who don't work with children go to a kid's birthday party mm-hmm. and think, oh my God, I can't, I got to get out of here mm-hmm. because it's madness. There are people who do that for a
1: living. Yeah. Seven hours a day. Yeah. Seven hours a day.
0: So... Next time you you go into your daycare, uh, this is a very topical show. Week of the early childhood we early childhood education appreciation week oh. is April 29th to May 3rd in our beautiful province of Manitoba. Mm. Um, check your provinces or if you don't have something to recognize your ECEs like a week like that or something like that, just go find your ECE, give them a great big hug and thank them for all the work that they do.
1: Like Valentines every day is Early Childhood Educator Appreciation Week for me.
0: Right, but this week we get lunch.
1: (laughs) Okay, good point. So thank you, Early Childhood Educators, for the amazing work you do, even though some other people may not understand it. And maybe sometimes we pay our parking lot attendants more than an Early Childhood Educator. This is more about that society than anything, but at least we got good people who are working with our kids. And I'm just so darn proud to be a part of this, man. Well, Scott, thank you for this... uh, for this interview we're You're... gonna have to go for a bourbon just to sort of relax after I this one i, I think right. we're gonna need to do that ken thank you for making the coffee and making a sound really good thank and the you massage can. the massage at break time the that, massage was very that was very cold it, it, well fa- but it was fantastic it was sh- fantastic shiatsu shiatsa yeah she had something like that Yeah, the, Miata. yeah he's into all that stuff yeah. so anyways thank you and everybody out there Thank you guys so much
0: for listening to the show. Um, Just really quick. You guys are awesome. Yeah. All of you guys, parents, ECEs, everybody. I want to give a huge thank you to everybody once again for... tuning into the show uh, as we launched our first couple episodes i know it's been a long time coming we really appreciate you guys sticking it out with us everybody who has subscribed who has reviewed who has shared our mm, show yep. it means so much to us the the value of that is intangible and 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 we 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 love you so much for listening to our show and taking some time out of your busy day to to hear us ruminate about the the wonderful possibilities that childcare has to offer um if you haven't had a chance to yet it would be super great if you could give us a review on itunes if you could share our show um you can find us on apple podcasts you can find us on spotify and on stitcher if you have any questions about children about early childhood Mm -hmm. education about if you have questions about the daycare system you've been on the list for three years how do i get my kid into a daycare Give us a send us an email. This ain't babysitting at gmail.com. Send a, go to our Facebook page uh, at Tabcast. Follow us on Twitter at T A B C A S T. You can find us on Instagram at This Ain't Babysitting. You can find you just
1: come to my house.
0: Come to Mark's house. Just just drop I don't know where house. it is, but I'm sure you'll I'm find it. I'm just
1: over there. He's just over there, guys. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Ken. And if you love your freedom, hug a vet.